Good afternoon, Sun Valley Church. Welcome to the Voice of the Valley. Uh, it's it's good to be back on the podcast, and it's good to have Pastor Rick Whitmer. Are we doing this live? We're doing. <laughs> are we doing this live? <laughs> we are. You say good afternoon because we're actually recording it on Wednesday afternoon and oh, dropping are. it like immediately. Yes, we are. We'll it's, do it live. We're we are doing it live. All right. Yes. I, and it's kind of a light. Live, a light live. Yes, we're, it's, this is super unscripted. Super unscripted, and we're not diving into deep theological issues. Why weren't is, we? Why didn't we do one this week? Because you didn't want to. I had a lot going on. <laughs> and did you even have a plan? I did. What was it? It was to to do the podcast. I just didn't know where <laughs> on I was going to go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> kind of like this. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, we are doing a very brief, short podcast. On some elder position papers. Kind of a public service announcement. It is, yes. On our website, we have under the resources tab. Oh, you ended up going with resources? I did. Not right under the statement of faith? No, resources. To be clear, resources. Resources. Under the resources tab. Okay. You gave me that option and I took it. Okay. So under our resources tab on the website, we have a drop down page uh, titled elder position papers um and two of them are um the swan and the yoga pose (laughs) i did not know where you were going with that we're talking about positions right yes exercise positions no No, we don't do yet maybe we should do a position paper on yoga that would actually be interesting Maybe, I have, I have maybe we should have scripted this out. No. We have <laughs> position papers, and the two that we've got so far are um, justice, and then there's another one, counseling and psychotherapy. And so um, I think the natural question is why... What on earth? What on earth, and why... Why did the elders decide to write position papers? So position papers are not a new thing. Um, Lots of churches have them. Um, They're helpful because they clarify current issues that aren't necessarily addressed within our statement of faith. I know. I know what you're thinking. Hello, we spent like half a year going through our statement of faith. It's 10 pages, single-spaced. What possibly isn't, you know, addressed in that? So much, actually. So much. (laughs) Our statement of faith is the theological backbone, right, of, you know, what do we believe Scripture teaches Mm -hmm. down the line. Um, All of our ministry, our counseling, all I mean, who we are and what we do as a church is for the glory of God, and we're committed to sound doctrine, and that sound doctrine we believe is encapsulated in our statement of faith, right? So, but what do you do with things in life like... Black Lives Matter movement, or, you know, like last summer, we looked at that critical social justice, things that are hot topic issues of the day, Mm -hmm. that you can't really go to page three of our statement of faith and say, well, here's where it addresses this directly. Mm -hmm. So we want to take a position paper and look at it as a one page back and front opportunity to succinctly say, here's what we believe the sound doctrine of scripture leads us to think about justice because there's a lot of ideas about justice today and there's a lot of disagreement even within faithful churches here's what we believe is a biblical view yeah 
um, here's, you know, here, there's a lot of different views on counseling. The question isn't the nature of scripture, that's in our statement of faith, but how do we apply scripture to problems of the soul? Okay. And, and especially because we're in a really psychologized age where pastors are trained to outsource certain problems mm-hmm. to professional therapists who are actually doing pastoral work. That's what they are doing. How do we believe the scriptures are sufficient for our counseling? And how do we think through engaging with psychology and medical issues related to that? You know, so those are the types of things that are addressed. Um, so obviously the first first two that we have on our website are justice and counseling and psychotherapy. Yeah. Um, what are what are some other issues that you guys are trying to to tackle in these position papers? Well, we've got two more finished but not approved. So okay. those are the two that we just talked through as elders. Um, we've we have two other ones drafted so far. One of them um, I think is uh, human sexuality and marriage. Okay. The other one is divorce and remarriage and okay. singleness. Um, and you know those were topics that were addressed in the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. series this summer. And so it was a natural opportunity to write those papers, but the elders have to read them, discuss them, hammer out details, come to an agreement on conviction, and then those should be available. And then we'll be putting out some other ones like um, race, you know, like racial issues, um, uh, abortion, things, you know, things like that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, What's what is the goal, uh, I guess, for these position papers for the people of Sem Valley? In Colossians two, Paul says, "Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ." Hmm. So. As shepherds of this church, we want to help our people think Christianly. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone can have sound theology that doesn't translate into how to think critically about the things that are going on all around them. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very possible, and actually it's very common, to affirm good doctrine and have bad worldview. Hmm. And the parts of, you know, their view of the world is created by God and ruled under the sovereign authority of the triune God. That's a, that's at the heart of a good Christian worldview. And someone mm-hmm. who's going to affirm sound doctrine is going to have that. They're going to have the linchpin. Mm-hmm. But in, we are kind of in a culture that's compartmentalized. We, we have boxes for things. So my doctrine is different than my views of how, how are, how do people solve problems? Hmm. Um, how do we do politics? And actually, that's probably going to be a position paper. Yeah. Now, I just, I'm saying it, so now I'm committing to it. Um, <laughs> I really hope the elders are behind me on that. Um, <laughs> or how do we think through discipleship yeah. and all other issues like that? What about abortion? What about climate change? You know, all of these are worldview issues, and sure. we believe in the sufficiency of Scripture, that they give us everything we need to know in order to think biblically about those issues under the Lordship of Christ. So when you talk about, come, I can't even say the word, say it for me, compartmentalize, compartmentalize, there we go. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. If you just say it fast enough, it'll, it sounds good. 
Um, how do we do that? How do we how do we have a sound doctrine over here, but not have it play out in the world? Well, we don't tease out the implications of our doctrine. The, the, all doctrine is meant to communicate reality, right? Truth conforms to the way to to one who God is mm-hmm. and how He's made the world to work. Mm-hmm. Well, we make idea, you know, we make choices every day that we don't think of as doctrinal choices. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Um, let's print $5 trillion. That's a theological decision because God created money. Mm-hmm. Like he created the economy. That's that's part of how the world works. Mm-hmm. Proverbs has a lot to say on how we manage our money. Mm-hmm. Um, when we just do stuff because we think it's a solution to a problem and we don't stop and go, is this wise? Does this go along the grain of how God's made the world to work? Mm-hmm. Does it honor principles of Scripture? Well, how are you going to fund that $5 trillion? Mm, oh, I don't know. We'll just raise taxes. Oh, okay. So who's going to be the beneficiary of the money? Yeah. Well, not you know the person in our church who makes over $100,000. They're not going to see any of it. Okay. Um, now, are you going to tax them for it? Well, yeah, generously. Okay. Now, help me understand how that comports with the commandment thou shalt not steal because you just took what this guy lawfully made without his consent you taxed him for it which is theft and you did it unjustly and you gave it to somebody else regardless of whether or not they deserve it and this guy who made the money has no choice in the matter that's folly Mm -hmm. that's folly socialism is folly and so and this is just an example i'm literally i'm just pulling it off the top of my head but no, honestly, I did not script that. And but it rings a bell with me every time, uh, every twenty ninth of the month, when I read in Proverbs twenty nine, uh, verse four: "By justice a king builds up the land, but he who exacts gifts tears it down." Hmm. Well, the footnote with the term "exacts gifts," what does that mean? What's the translation mean? It means who taxes heavily. Hmm. So there's a contrast. Justice is a king building up the land. Injustice, tearing it down, um, is taxing heavily. Mm-hmm. Taxation is a theological issue, mm-hmm. and but we don't we we just kind of we breeze by that kind of stuff, and we think that theology belongs at church. But the reality is, you know, at the bottom line of of how we think about all these things, these position papers, Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Yeah. He's the risen King. He's conquered sin and death. He's coming to reign, and we're to go spread that kingdom. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Right. What are gates? They're defensive. Right. Nobody ever marched out to war holding gates. <laughs> right? They go, they go out and they bust down gates. The kingdom is advancing. Satan's lost. The gates of hell will not prevail. That means we have to go to the gates of hell. Hmm. And that's what the gospel does. And we want to bring faithful Christian thinking and living along with it. It really is what we saw, you know, when we were talking about the advance of the Reformation and its theology and the impact that had on Western culture. And you can trace human flourishing along with where that theology went. That's, in a nutshell, what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to to read um, the many more... uh, position papers that you're going to write because they keep popping up. I hope. I hope. I hope they do. Um, but yeah, church, if, if... Anyways, yeah, use them. Yeah. They're they're on our website under resources tab. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, under position papers. And uh, at the bottom there. of each paper are some helpful resources in the footnote. 
that if you wanted to press on deep into one of those issues Mm -hmm. rather than get the one page summary and overview, just start with those. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to be helpful. Yeah. Well, thanks for putting those together and the elders for helping us think through that stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Glory be to God. It was not my idea. It was shout out to Pastor John. Yeah. So, Yeah, well, church, we love you. We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of the Valley. Lord willing. Lord willing. Deo Valente. <laughs> Have a good Nacho. day.